Um, how are you? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> we never. That sounded like you were going to say something really profound there. No, uh, no, no, don't, well, don't ever. Never in the that illusion. We uh, never really what have a proper introduction. Yeah, or yeah, kind yeah. of seem to have any kind of idea of where we're going. We know what we're going to do. <laughs> I don't know if we want catchphrases up front, you know. <laughs> yeah, we started to think what would be a good catchphrase. That'd be something somewhat random, but you could almost but apply almost. to any situation. Yeah. And uh, it could sound, it could work on a lot of, or maybe two levels. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say at, least, at least two, yeah. And just something that could almost be, you could almost use for innuendo as well, if yeah. you wanted to. If you wanted to, yeah. 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 How was your mother? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was, was going to say how she cut Oh, well, that's close enough. That's close enough. <laughs> Did you, did you say how was your mother? How's your mother? <laughs> oh, how was your mother? And that, that could be kind of how's your mother? Yeah. <laughs> or genuinely, how's your mother? Yeah, yeah exactly. So you go, go sincere way. with it yeah. if you want to. Uh, anyway, how are you? Uh, good. good. Sorry, it's really. I'm in, we're in my apartment at the moment, and it's ridiculously hot in here. Yeah, it's but just, it's it's okay. <laughs> we, we might we might go with some background noise just to kind of yeah. lower the temperature yeah. a little bit. Yeah, I did. Sorry, I did end up having to open the window because it's just so hot in here. So yeah, I, I can't hear that noise anymore. Can you? No. No. Just the just the planes. Okay. Just the planes. And um, so how have you been? So when did we last do this? Maybe oh, six it, weeks ago. Yeah, I think it was six weeks ago. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's good. It is. It's it's great that everything seems to be going back to yeah. normal now. But. In I'm, some ways. Yeah. yeah. Why, why do you think it's still... Well, quite... I was quite enjoying some aspects of it. Well, see, know? that's the thing. I was just going to say, it seems like it's going back to normal, but to be honest, I haven't really noticed the difference, apart from the fact that right. we could actually meet up yes, today, yeah, which yeah. is nice. Like, that well, have is you been nice. going in and out of work? I, I have a couple of times, yeah. and the, only yeah. twice yeah. since it, it, it closed so down. your world didn't hugely shrink in some way. Oh, sorry, in and out of work in the other place that I worked in. the other place. No, we no, were no, working from home, yeah. But then we had sort of started working from home before that... And then I was in the college there yeah. for just one or two times. Right. So, yeah, no, it was totally but from home. For most part, it was. Okay. It's totally from home. But then, <coughs> I don't know. I, I just kind of, I quite liked it. I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I kind of liked the whole I found things like situation. stupid things like uh, uh, I, when Starbucks reopened, I thought, oh, oh yeah. I'll get a coffee. And yeah. I had a coffee. And I was kind of going, yeah. I think I'm done with coffee. Yeah. It's not great i was having it as a habit yeah like that's four or five thing. times yeah. a week sometimes these yeah, things happen be, it's gonna be a hundred quid a month in coffee oh yeah oh i would say and that's if you just have coffee in yeah these places, you know? and you loved your you loved that you loved yeah, your starbucks <laughs> i did but i was kind of um but now i'm not at all arsed about it mm. you know and it's just i think that's good. Broke the, the cycle is, of it you know yeah it's good for things that you don't need anymore yeah. and also it's forced me to exercise like the rest of the country so what, like, it's forced me to exercise for right. the first time yeah, ever yeah. Yeah. so i'm running now and i never did that before and there's no way i would have done that before because <laughs> before the lockdown sorry it's yeah. so boring but before the lockdown i wasn't home until eight o'clock because i used to have to go to the city right. and then i wouldn't be home till eight and then I would be having to eat and blah whatever else so I didn't want to go for yeah. a run then after that but now it's I don't know there's just little things like that that the, the not having to do that commute in and out oh, the the commu- city, saving on the like commute that. is just brilliant I'm yeah. just double checking the recording mm-hmm. and the counter's going yeah, yes it's all, all good, good. And now I'm going to trust it from here on in yeah and um, also I had no idea how much I spent on lunches but it's because nice. I saved so much money just yeah. from not eating out all the time. But I'm getting to the end of the month and there's still money there. Yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> you know, those last few days, or even that last week 
where you don't want to know the balance because yeah, it just upsets you. And so will we press on and yeah, talk about we shall. what we've come here to talk about? Yeah. Now, and now I shall insert my intro to the TV show, Normal People. Okay, am I doing that intro? No, I'm doing it. I'm going to add it in now. Am I not doing Normal People? You're doing Normal People. <laughs> I'm going to edit not? all this shit out. Go on. Okay, so... Uh, <clears throat> so normal, <laughs> normal People is an Irish drama television series produced by Element Pictures and is directed by Lenny Abramson and Hetty MacDonald. Stars Paul Mescal and Daisy Edgar-Jones and follows the characters Marianne and Connell who are from different backgrounds but the same small town in Ireland as they weave in and out of each other's romantic lives and start to grow up. The show was based on Sally Rooney's novel which by the same name and was a huge success when it was released on BBC One, BBC Three, Hulu and RTE with critics and audiences alike praising its performances, writing and its portrayal of mature content with callers to Joe Duffy's radio show Liveline claiming it was just like what you'd see in a porno. Audio only trailer. You know when we were together in first year of college? That was kind of a perfect time in my life, to be honest. It'd be awkward if something happened with us. No one would have to know. I didn't know your mum worked in the Sheridan's house. What's Marianne like in her natural habitat? I don't know. I don't see much of her. We hook up. Secretly. <laughs> like some kind of game. That's actually really hard. We don't want people going around town saying that knacker is dating my sister. It's not what I want anymore. I feel nothing for you. Nothing. Why are you saying this? Her new boyfriend is more in line with her social class. Are you dating anyone problematic at the moment? I haven't had a midnight call from you in a while. So corrupt and sexy. Would you say your feelings are involved? Who is it obvious to? It's been a while since yeah. you finished really watching the whole yeah. thing, yeah. yeah. And uh, but it's only has it only really just finished. I think on it's TV just finished. Weekly kind of. Yeah, so yeah. I saw the whole thing in, yeah, in one yeah. kind of. But um, I think it's just finished. Maybe in the la- maybe in the last couple of weeks right. in RTE. But um, so. What did you think of it first of all? Because I, you started watching it before yeah. I did because we have a group and you were you were talking about nor- a couple of people were talking about normal yeah. people and I kept hearing this thing by Lenny Abrams and I had no idea what yeah, it was about. So I've really, never read the book or anything yeah, like that. I've since read the book, but oh, I right. uh, but I had um, it was one of those things I heard so many good things about it, but I'd heard a lot of good things about it really quickly. About the book or uh, no, about the, the sorry about the the show. Okay, and sure. I hadn't really known it was coming. I hadn't really been mm-hmm. following. I didn't really know the book hadn't, hadn't read it or been paying attention to it and uh, I wasn't even sure what genre book it was mm-hmm. I know there'd been another one beforehand and I'd actually I'd forgotten that I'd read I'd gotten a sample of the book and tried to read it right okay uh, I, I wasn't 100% uh, <clears throat> sold on the writing style of it okay 
there was lots I did like about the writing style of it. We'll maybe come to that later, but there was just something about it I wasn't sure about. But anyway, I watched the, the show and I, pretty quickly I, you could tell that it was just, this was quality and it was mm. really good. And it had that awful... Um, now I had a fine time at school, but it did mm. kind of give you that flashback to what it was like to mm. be in the final year yeah, of, of, yeah. of secondary school. Mm. And, um, and again, I thought there were moments in that first episode where you're trying to establish their characters. And the first episodes are always kind of somewhat difficult mm. to do. You're trying to introduce build, all the yeah, characters. Yeah, building the world and everything. Yeah. And in this case, it's relatively straightforward because you're, you know, you're, you're, it's a relatively ordinary world that, that, that mm. they're, they're building and showing you. But I don't know if you had this, but I did have this kind of feeling straight away that they were, maybe not so much her, but with him, that they were quite a bit older than they were playing. Oh, did you think? See, yeah. I didn't think that. I thought they were cast really well. I, I did in think the, they were cast really but well. In but even in terms of the age, and I thought they were really good at making them seem younger yeah. and older. Like, as I was actually looking at it, I think I looked back maybe at the first episode because I was thinking... I know she did look really like say Daisy the, yeah. the girl who plays uh, Marianne she did look really I thought she looked very young in the first one because they kind of chopped her fringe yeah. up to that sort of awkwardly yeah, short and then when she's in college it's yeah. kind of a nice fashionable yeah, yeah. fringe and they do that thing between those first when she between secondary school and college where she has the makeover and she yeah 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 but but i actually thought they and yeah, I, as well, I, I thought they they looked the part definitely. Like, after, after the first episode i did kind of realize i was looking at going yeah i knew a guy who kind of looked like him yeah in, in school a bit kind of you know slightly you know with puberty had hit him a little earlier mm. than everyone else yeah and you know but I, I remember watching it and thinking Kind of one of the problems I had with it was kind of sewn very early on in the way that they were very, the way they were trying to tell you things about the characters very quickly. And they're trying to right. tell you a lot about a character in a very simple way, a very quick way. Mm -hmm. Like her interaction with the teacher in the first scene. Mm. The way she's so dismissive of him and he has nothing to teach her yeah. and so rude. Mm. And for a character who's supposed to be relatively shy and kind of disliked by everyone in the class, it was kind of, it kind of felt like Right, we need we need you to know a lot about her very quickly, mm -hmm. and we need to kind of set her up as who she is very quickly. And I just thought the way they did it was a touch cliched, and they, you know, in you know in that kind of scene where you kind of go, oh yeah, that was that was cool the way she put that teacher in his place, but you would never get away with it mm. in real life. Yeah, see, I think you know, I, I maybe school's gotten a lot softer well, yeah, since see, I, I was there. I, I think <laughs> I knew. A girl or two right, <laughs> who, okay. who did right, that okay. in Loretto yeah. that that they would speak yeah. back to right. teachers like that and this they, is the age gap show yeah. generally because that didn't happen in my school like and, and they were, the yeah. head school I went to yeah like I, I distinctly <laughs> remember one uh, happening in in a couple of classes one girl in particular who used and she was very intelligent as well yeah. and she kind of did feel like see I thought that was quite realistic I was thinking about this afterwards because definitely as the show went on I thought she. She was definitely not as sort of, she was still confident, but she wasn't as sort of brazen. And I didn't yeah, feel yeah. like the older Marianne would probably say that to her lecture. Yeah. So I just kind of thought there was kind of a couple of contradictions in her, but that's okay. People are full of contradictions. But, and, but I wonder yeah. if they maybe the reason, maybe if she hadn't have said that and kind of it was very obvious that people didn't, you know, didn't like her and whatever else, maybe you'd, you'd feel too sorry for the character mm. then or something, because then it well, would just be a case of, well, they weren't yeah. bullying her, but I suppose it, it felt like she was able to look after yeah. herself, you know. It just felt, I, and I'm not really. I didn't really have much of a problem with it other than I kind of felt this is kind of a slightly heavy-handed way of telling us something about her. But I understand that they have to do that. Mm. But I think 
there was an element of that that persisted throughout the story as it went on. But I'll come to that later. Mm. But what I really liked about it straight away was those two. Yeah. Everyone else, a lot of people around them were almost kind of cliche. Yeah, they were. But they felt very real yeah. in, in their relationship with each other in, in, in lots of ways. Definitely, but like yeah. stuff like his friends were really just plot devices to kind of make him feel awkward. You never yeah. Get there was but, one guy, his friend Eric, who was just mm-hmm. a real cliche. Yeah, some of, some of the things, he, there were some of the things, especially in the first couple of episodes where his friends in school would be saying certain things to her or to him. And I, I was thinking at the, uh, for, a few, for, for a few minutes, I was sort of thinking, oh, that, that nobody would say that that's too harsh but right. then I actually but then you kind of think back to some of the things yeah, that yeah. were said back then and yeah. it, it possibly it probably would be said I just yeah. for a while I kind of thought because nobody sort of well, says that sort of stuff now I kind of but think, I just kind of felt they were very one dimensional characters yeah some of them were the yeah, only other character I thought in, in, in certainly in that early stages that had any kind of an extra dimension to them was his mother Com- oh mother. yeah, I thought she was brilliant. Yeah, she she, she was, was very so good. good. Yeah, except for no, she was really good, and I really liked her, and I thought yeah. the the actor Vader was very yeah, good. The yeah. actor Vader, by the way, is only thirty five. <laughs> but she, wasn't she supposed to have been? She must have been sixteen, seventeen when, when she had, she had, him. had a, okay. Yeah, I found yeah. that I, I found out she was yeah. thirty five before yeah, they kind yeah. of said that she was very very young. Yeah. And I was thinking, wow, they're really casting mothers younger. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, I thought she I was thought great. They mentioned it. Maybe it was in the book. Yeah, no, I I think she did well at one stage. On the phone, she says, "Oh yeah, you were my teenage mistake." Yeah. Ah, <laughs> she laughs about it after. Nice. They Just both so have a great laugh. Everyone who's doing their songs, yeah. yeah, I guess it checks out. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, I thought she was great, except for the time, and it was good when she went kind of crazy when she found out that uh, when she wanted to get in the car. Yeah, and yeah, I just yeah. kind of thought, would you really pick this girl? Yeah, she wants to stick up for Marianne. She wants to make sure her son yeah. doesn't end up being an absolute arsehole. And like yeah. you know, fair play, that's all great. But she kind of she gave him the silent treatment. It seemed like for a couple of days, and I kind of thought you're never you're not going to pick this girl that you don't really know over your son. <laughs> you're somebody kinda, you're I, really close yeah. with. But she was such um, she was so um. All her efforts were to try and raise him right because she was mm. the only one. He had yeah. no siblings, was just yeah, her, so it was, yeah. an example. Mm-hmm. So she had to be both in a way. Mm. And I think when when he uh, when he treated her badly, he didn't ask her to the dead. Yeah, the embarrassment that girl caused, instead, Yeah, you know, and she said that to her that uh, he didn't deserve her. And yeah, like that. and you know, she was very much. You know, he's my son and I love him, but, you know, here's... Yeah, yeah. No, and it was, I was, you know, as a viewer, I was kind of thinking, yeah, fair play. But uh, I was wondering, what a mother really... Like, it seems a bit, almost a bit harsh. But then... But But I guess you have to condense things for drama. Yeah, well, that's the thing, yeah. Yeah, I think they got away with it. I know what you mean, though. Yeah. But but I thought the the first... Was the first two episodes or three episodes were about their... Were about their secondary school Secondary school, yeah. Yeah. It was during three episodes, yeah. Yeah. And then they went to college. Yeah. After that. So, the thing that... The one thing about the whole thing that kind of, well, the main thing about it, I thought overall the whole thing was great. Mm. I really liked it. And I thought it was so moving at times and just mm. really, really. But at times I really felt the the plot working, was very, workings of the plot were very obvious. Right. Like okay. they had to keep them apart. Mm-hmm. And they had to, and there were certain moments where you kind of go, why don't they just be together? Because <laughs> yeah. there didn't really seem to be any reason not to. Like they would get together, it would seem like it was going well, and they were happy, and then it would just be six months later, and they're not together, and yeah. no reason. Yeah. Or there would be, and they had to have reasons to kind of keep them apart, 
as they get older. But the, the, the machinations of it were just so obvious. Like, mm. they both end up in Trinity. And, mm. and as a character, I thought he was a... He, as an actor, I thought Paul Mescal, Mescal mm-hmm. was brilliant. Yeah. And, and so was she. Yeah. Both equally brilliant. But um, his character is... It's almost like he's too much. He's, he's the nicest guy in the world. Mm. He's, you know, he's a bit misguided and a bit stupid about his, his actions. Apparently, he's a brilliant writer. Mm-hmm. He's a brilliant athlete. Mm. He's ridiculously handsome. It's everything. He's like this. He's just, it's like, he's, it's too much in a character. Right. And the reason why I say it is because in, in the plot, there'll be, and it was, this was in the book, and it was written like this in the book, and it almost played out like this in the thing where it was kind of, and then Connell wrote a short story and it was brilliant and published. <laughs> Literally, there was lines like that in the book. Okay, and right. Paul, our Con- Connell sent a, a, a short story to a publisher and they wrote back the next day and said it was brilliant, we want to publish it. Yeah. But there's never anything about, you never even see him writing anything. Yeah, you never yeah. hear him talking about it. Yeah. He just Apparently, this is just some secret that he's been doing in the background that they wheel out when they need it for the yeah. plot. Yeah. Well, know what no, I, mean I know what you that? mean. And I know what you mean about him being this this type of character where it seems like he's the perfect person. But actually, as a character, I thought well, I thought all the characters actually were really relatable. And, and yeah. him especially. I thought in particular, and it's probably because I'm from the country and myself and another friend who, who is also from Cabin, we were saying this, that the scenes where, where he's trying to adjust to Dublin, not that it's that much of a jump from yeah, where he's from, like but it's not like going to Dublin or anything like that. Do you remember, sorry, that this is kind of a, a sidetrack, but do you remember that terrible show that used to be on Bed Street? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, they, and they were trying to follow the hills and things like that where people move from, say, Oklahoma to New York City yeah. where it's an, actually, an actual big move. But they were talking about her moving yeah. up to the big smoke, going, going from Sly, going to Dublin, to, three and having this run. real heart-to-heart conversation with her boyfriend about whether we'd stay together it's like you're two hours apart but anyway an hour if you left in the morning you'd be there for lunch but anyway what I thought he was really relatable and again I do think there are I know there's not many but there are some characters like that or some people like that that you meet where you are they're kind of you know they would have been the guys in school who are more sort of been would have been sporty and kind of seen as the jock, but their sure. interests were very oh, different. They were yeah, more yeah. into, you know, say artists, artistic things, yeah. or and, and, and never, so that's why I like the relationship yeah. between the two of them because, and I like the fact that he but, wasn't public about yeah. it in school. But he even seemed to keep it somewhat private from her as well. The, the writing, yeah. yeah, the writing thing did sort of come out of nowhere. Right? Yeah, <laughs> and it was kind of like, like all of a sudden he was a great writer. It became a device to kind of keep them apart. Yeah, but when but, they were in, when they were in Trinity. There was this moment where there were four scholarships up for grabs. Yeah. And they win two of them. Yeah. And they end up, and that's another device to keep them apart. Yeah. They're brilliant, but they must be apart. You yeah. Know? Just, I, I know, just but I suppose, that. like, yeah, it is. It's very obviously a plot. Uh, yeah. It's a plot point, but at the same time. But it really time, only needed of, one of them to go, didn't you? Yeah. What did they both need? Well, can we say what happens in the end? Yeah, what I think it? you can. Yeah, because yeah. in the end, well, only one of them does go. Oh, she, well, no, she like, went. She, oh, she, yeah, she went. But but then, yeah, they just go a different... T- but his thing isn't got to do with his scholarship. He's just offered an internship. Oh, yeah, he gets the internship yeah. and she gets the one yeah. to Sweden or Finland or something. Yeah, like she went off on yeah. Erasmus. But when they were together... I don't know, I liked... I actually... Yeah, sometimes it was a bit much where you kind of just like, oh, just tell her, just tell him. But I think that's that's all part of it. This kind of... Mm. All this... And I, I actually do think that young people are like that. Now. Yeah, I think they just that's needed to... Young people are like that. Or so there's yeah. all this miscommunication and there's all this stuff that's not said and I think a lot of the time now even more so than when I was in uh, yeah. secondary school and college 
there's a lot of things not said because people want to come across a certain way. Like yeah. she obviously didn't want to come across it anyway that she was trying to um, stop him from going out with other girls or controlling right. or anything like that. And I think he was the same. You know that thing in college where both yeah. of them were single, but for some reason, I think she, I think he was going. Oh, he was going back to Sligo for the yeah. summer to work. And I think he said, "Oh well, I suppose this means we're gonna we're gonna be seen as other people because yeah. he thought that's what she wanted, and yeah, then she yeah. thought that's what he wanted." And I know it's a bit it, frustrating, yeah. but I do think that could happen. And there were so many moments <laughs> like that where you're just like, I could imagine that. For this couple who were supposed to be able to be so open and honest with each other, yeah. And I guess, but and then they're still so young. Yeah. I think that's yeah, the whole that's thing. True. That was, but I think point. there was nothing in it where made me go, "That would never happen." But there was mm. just so many little things where I kind of felt. Yeah, although that would happen and that's fine and that's that's completely understandable in relation to p- people would and could act that way. There were so many moments that were pushing them that they had to be apart for the story. Yeah. Because the story won't work if they're allowed if they're to together be together all the time. Uh, in, yeah. in proximity to a tutor. And then there was mm-hmm. the moment where she goes to uh, Sweden or wherever it was mm-hmm. and she meets the uh, photographer guy Yeah, and they get into this BDSM relationship Mm -hmm. and that's that's the biggest thing I thought was problematic about the whole thing because they used the idea that she was into this uh, you know being dominated and Mm. all of this stuff to kind of somehow signify that she was a broken person Mm. and I just kind of think that people who do that might kind of feel hang on a sec yeah you don't right. necessarily we do we like it yeah. <laughs> we don't necessarily do it to show everyone how broken we are yeah and i just but at that point i was going is every guy she meets in her life going to turn out to be a shit yeah every one of them yeah well except for connell well, but even he the... had his moments because uh, he... yeah but not compared to no 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 not compared to like, <laughs> we thought the guy deserved it midsummer oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, but the thing again like i think but that does happen though like people are kind of naturally drawn to people who remind them say of their fathers or in her case her brother even if they don't if they don't understand why it's happening like i think that probably is quite yeah you know unrealistic or sorry i do think that is quite realistic where she might end up in all these relationships where they're they're not treating her properly because she doesn't deserve to be treated properly now i did hate the character of her boyfriend the one that she was going out with when they were in italy jamie Gosh. Oh, but I suppose that was the whole point. Yeah, like but he, he did seem oh, he was so he, bad. He was a plot device I wondered that. how she would even like him because her first boyfriend was actually yeah. quite nice. He seemed a bit of himself or whatever, but he seemed he was okay. fine, yeah, he was and okay. you could understand he was quite intelligent, and so was she. So you yeah. could understand why she would like him. But uh, the Jamie guy, I I did kind of think he I don't understand what she sees in him as a performance on the guy. He did a brilliant yeah, he job. Was, of yeah, he was really good. Making yeah. a very unlikable character, even more you know, unlikable. But he, there, there was nothing about him that would explain her interest in him, other than no. not valuing herself or not, you know. Maybe in the beginning she was, she he was kind of nice to her. Yeah. You can, you sort of saw that when I think when she was still going out with the other guy, he'd sort of come up and he would be kind of giving her, paying her compliments and yeah. things like that. So maybe that had something to do with it. But do you remember there was a moment where Connell meets the girl Peggy in a bar? Hasn't seen her in ages. Is that that blonde girl? Yeah. That's another one. But again, I think she... But <laughs> she I, is a type. You do But I, I was saying that to Shane as we were watching it together yeah. and he did say it. No, but there, there are lots of people like that. But do you remember though that, and I know you have to condense things for TV, but he hasn't seen her in ages. Oh, yeah. Bumps into her in a bar. Oh, yeah, that was the ridiculous. The second thing yeah. she says was, oh, yeah, oh did you hear Marion <laughs> is all into bondage <laughs> and the like now? 
Did you hear that? Did you? <laughs> like in like the it was the sound. Of, yeah, she no, said that hello was, and yeah, then that. That was ridiculous. And it was things, yeah. That's the kind of thing I mean, where you some character shows up to relay a bit of information. Yeah. No, there were. He needs to know at this point and press. Yeah. But no, there were so there were things like that yeah. where it was a bit obvious. But then I suppose it's. Uh, Sometimes you kind of maybe, especially in a story like that where it's really just about a relationship mm-hmm. and it's about the different the dynamics yeah. in a relationship and two people who for some reason can't really tell the other yeah. person how much they mean to each other. And but it was also, they have that moment where uh, Connell and Marianne meet and they're having coffee and she starts going into details about the relationship she's having where she's being... Oh yeah, I thought that was a bit much, yeah. <laughs> why, why is she doing it to him? I mean, I just don't understand this. Was that of, not, was she not... Maybe trying to make him jealous though wasn't that the whole thing um, or she was I think she was she seemed a bit uh, that conversation if I remember it right she was sort of I think she was trying she was testing the waters I suppose to see yeah. if that would make him jealous because I think then he didn't he say oh I don't really want to talk about this or, or she said or yeah. then she said oh do you not want to talk about this or whatever I thought that's what because there, there's still only t- you know there's still teenagers at the end of the day they're still quite immature would, would and, I guess they would have been but it was kind of or there were times where I was kind of going, uh, it would be great if they were together, and other times I went, they, those two people should just run in the opposite direction from each other. But isn't uh, that the whole thing? Like, I think, as we were talking about it after it finished, and, you know, there's the end of it, but we were, we were saying that, you know, we think when, no matter what happens, they probably will, you know, they'll kind of circle around each other for a long time, and then they will end up together. But that's why, that's one of the things I liked about it. It's, to me, it seemed like two characters who were, who were really, really good for each other, but they were so young and so immature when they met. There was yeah. all these different things in their own lives that had to be figured yeah. out first. And they kind of were working that out with each other, but then also yeah. with other people. And eventually you probably would get to a stage where they could be together. Yeah. And, but it, at that moment in their lives, they couldn't be for all these different reasons. And yeah. I, I thought it was quite, I, I liked it because of I, that. I thought it was I know, quite I, 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 I agree, but I, there was just, I think it was just so many things that kept them apart. And it, it, they would never have a conversation where they just sat down to discuss it, despite seeming like people who could do, that. could do that. yeah. And, you know, they were their own worst enemies, mm. choosing terrible people to be in relationships, or even kind of destroying perfectly nice relationships that they were in. And But it was just, I don't know, I, I don't see it as the great love story. I see it, it's, I don't know, it was like, they were equal parts good and bad for each other, I guess. Mm-hmm. But that's um, why I thought, that's what I really liked about it. I don't think they were a, the great... It'd be very story, boring if they were just perfect for each other and everything Yeah, and also I just think maybe the whole perfect for each other thing isn't realistic. And then yeah, in real yeah. life, like, who do you know really that is totally perfect for each other? Oh, and absolutely. doesn't push absolutely. each other's buttons. Yeah. And, and what I really liked about the ending was the fact that Am I allowed to tell? Am I, should well, I or should I not? it's a spoiler alert. Spoiler, sorry. Uh, oh, basically what she says to him at the end. Well, she, the, the scene is that he has, he's got again... His, he's got an internship His brilliant York. writing has, has struck gold yet again. <laughs> and he's been invited to study in... In New York. In New or York. To, yeah, or to go or, and write in New York. Or do yeah. some sort of uh, program or yes, course or something writers. like that in New York. Yeah, and yeah. He, now, okay, so here's the thing. Right, okay, so she did say, you go, yeah. basically. And she said, you know, this is what you want and everything. That's lovely. Very supportive. Obviously doesn't want him to go. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Uh, but 
I did kind of think, why doesn't she just go with it? Yeah. <laughs> I was going, why don't she you? Was, yeah, that was the why one thing. Why doesn't someone Yeah. Why didn't he go, could you come with me? Ah, you know, I'd rather stay, well, but I'll visit. Yeah, because <laughs> he did say, you can come with me. <clears> and then she said, oh, well, I have my life here. And I was thinking, who? All life, what you're, you you're, You've got no family. You've got that one friend who is quite nice, the yeah. English girl. Yeah, she's and that's it. She, she's not, she's not going to mind if you go off to New York. But that yeah, was the yeah. one time where I kind of thought she could have gone with him. But yeah. maybe she had her own reasons. Or maybe the whole thing was she was maybe sick of being was kind of looked after like because all of her boyfriends I suppose the whole thing was that they were a lot of them weren't nice but they were quite controlling and, mm. and maybe in a way they were kind of she felt like they were almost looking after her and this was the yeah. first time where she was like or single or not mm. single she was still with him but you know looking after herself and kind of making yeah. a life for herself without her her rich family yeah. or without her controlling brother or even without Connell who was lovely to her mm. and maybe she just wanted to stand on her own two feet so sure. in that way yeah, no, I, I understand. can understand it but I did kind of think to yours. Oh, yes. but, uh, but yeah, <laughs> but in, in, overall, I really, really liked it. Oh, I and it, it doesn't sound great. like I enjoyed I it as much as I did. But but I, I thought really it was really relatable, yeah. especially in that scene where he's in the counselor's office and talking that about That was the his, best bit so of the whole good. thing. And talking about his experience in college, and, and I think that's very relatable. I know it's, it's, you know, it's only, it's not, you know, like you're going from Oklahoma to New York, yeah, like yeah. I said, but there is that transition there. And, and the way he felt, the way he described how he felt, I thought that was that great, was where amazing, he said, you know, he said, at home, I, I don't feel like the people at home, but I don't feel like the people in college, so I'm yeah. in this kind of no man's land at the yeah. moment. And I'd say, a lot of people go through yeah. that. Where and he like, felt that he kind of closed that he couldn't go back. Yeah. But he didn't want to be where he yeah. was. Yeah, you know? I think that space in the middle. Yeah. I think a lot of people yeah, are in yeah, that space and, and, and but nobody really talks about it because it looks like everybody else so it's in it's yeah, perfectly slapped into these other groups. Yeah. So I thought the way he, and that his performance in that oh, scene as well. We I saw him in the Lieutenant of Inishmore uh, um, last year mm. that play by Martin McDonough Mike yes, McDonough yeah, one yeah. of the McDonough's and Martin. I yeah and he was brilliant yeah. he, he was the lieutenant and then he was brilliant I couldn't leave it when I found out he was only 24 in right. the play he seemed like he was so much old he seemed like he yeah. was in his 30s because he plays such a domineering character and he's in that ad with you know the Denny's Bobby Hollis. Hollis. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's also a great ad but so yeah, what, where do you where do you fall on the Camel's Chain thing oh yeah I liked it Team Chain yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that became yeah. a thing, didn't it? That was a really big, oh yeah, that's just on Instagram page, yeah. Were. Yeah, I thought, I thought, no, I thought he was great. I could under, yeah, I could understand why, mm. why he had such a big following after that. Yeah. And the GA shorts, did you see that? He was. But he's kind of carrying that off in real life yeah. now, isn't he? He's just he's doing. <laughs> well, he's just running around in yeah, his GA in shorts. Character. But apparently, there's a lot, I think Penny started to sell them <laughs> that all of a sudden. But it's mad how much of an influence. Like I guarantee you now, there's yeah. seventeen year old lads walking around in gold chains oh, that God, were yeah. not wearing them before. Yeah, no, that's so, right. But would you so overall? Would you recommend it? Oh, absolutely! I really would. It, I thought. I enjoyed uh, every episode. I thought yeah, it was great. me too. Yeah. We, we yeah. Loved, it was really, it was almost, it's almost like a guilty pleasure, but it wasn't even a guilty pleasure because it was so well made. It so, could have been kind done of, so badly. Yeah. It really could have been. And I just, it really did, yeah. it really did bring me back to that yeah. time oh, in your absolutely. life where yeah. everything just seems so dramatic yeah, and everything yeah. seems so confusing. And now when you look back, you think, oh my God. Yeah. But at the time, it seems like it's the biggest yeah. thing in the world, you know, these relationships. It, my only issue, I think we've said before, is there, there was too many things to happen in a, where people wouldn't, weren't reacting the way they would in real life. Like that Jamie character. Everybody just took his shit. He was a scrawny <laughs> little piece of shit himself <laughs> and he would just berate people yeah. and they would just take it but everyone I think, would just I get, sit there in a comfortable silence 
But again, there are people, though, sometimes in groups where you kind of think, why is nobody saying anything to that person? And, and exactly, that's what I was looking at it going, why is no one saying? Because it Well, the Northern Irish guy tried to. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he, he was a great character. Was, great. I li- he was, was very, it Niall? Was that yeah, he was brilliant. He was, he was, really, good. He was really good. And I liked his relationship <laughs> with Colin. I thought yeah, that was very, was very that, that was a really nice. One. We went the whole time without talking about the sex scenes either as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought they were really well done. Basically, yeah. that's all and that's I was going to say about that. That moment when they had their first... Uh, time to, uh, together and time together <laughs> tried to be very Mildred uh, Boone about it but they um, he had this moment of a little talk about consent oh yes which was amazingly yeah, well done and they, was, they had yeah. to, some uh, consent guidance person on set to yeah. talk oh, to them yeah. about yeah. can't remember her name yeah I, I, uh, she was a choreographer but she was a, a choreographer for um, sex scenes which yes. I didn't even know was a thing and but she, in, in her, her job it's, apart from that she goes around talking about consent and how okay. to establish and all that stuff. Right, but okay. I just thought that was so brilliantly done yeah. you know and it was just it, they should be shown it in schools as yeah. kind of you know, yeah. uh, know and just maybe stop after certain point yeah and now uh, we'll <laughs> and stop and this bitch you see is Willie yeah <laughs> I know I did because I, I was reading an article about all the complaints that Joe Duffy got about oh, it and God. things that said oh this is all the filthy and they kept talking about fornication and that. all that sort of stuff but, but um, then another caller rang in and said that he watched it with his 17 year old daughter and he thought it was brilliant now I can't imagine she was watching, dying I'm sure I can't imagine watching it with my parents that yeah. would be absolutely terrible but I have to I do think the way it was done oh yeah, it was absolutely. yeah it was it was really well made and I was gonna say really well handled but that's probably <laughs> yeah, that's sure was. <laughs> yeah but I, I would recommend it it's on Definitely, BBC yeah. I'm sure if you uh BBC play yeah. iPlayer yeah. well we can't get that here unless you're using a VPN or something oh like yeah that, right okay but, yeah uh, Hulu if you have access Hulu, to Hulu yeah or, or uh, T-Player it's on the RT player. There yeah. you go. I mean, I mean, legal ways of getting it. any of the three people who listen haven't seen it, I recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Brilliant. Good. So, what's next? <laughs> so, we'll be talking about the album now. Okay. Okay, great. So, so, I asked you to listen to Heaven or Las Vegas mm-hmm. by Cocteau Twins. Cocteau Twins. And here is my introductory spiel about said album. <laughs> and we're back. I so yeah so heaven or las vegas uh, do you want to tell me what you think about the album first before yeah i i heads? heard this album this is the first uh cocktail twins record that i heard uh well i'd heard bits and pieces beforehand like i'm sure most people have mm-hmm. but this this came out i think in um it was the early 90s I think so. We'll, we'll fact check it out. Yeah. But it, it, um, it was the first one I <clears throat> I had heard, the first new album up there that I heard. Everything mm-hmm. else had already been released. Okay, yeah. But this is the first new oh, album. So I you heard. listened to it at the time? Yes. Right, okay. And uh, my brother got it and uh, played it for me. And I loved it. But mm. I remember um, at the time, this was the album where everyone was going, oh, the Cocktail Twins have sold out and gone commercial and all of this mm. stuff, you know? And it's the Cocktail Twins record that you're probably not supposed to like. Yeah, like with, um, yeah. I don't know if you know the band Pavement there, but their last record is called Terror Twilight, and you're not supposed to like it. You're okay. supposed to like the other ones. Yeah. It's great, though. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Idiots. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and I remember hearing this, and uh, I just loved it. And uh, Elizabeth Fraser, the, the singer, is one of those lyricists, we use that term loosely, where mm-hmm. she would tell you, a lot of times don't have lyrics they're, mm-hmm. they're just vocal yeah, sounds and, and people do that a lot like when i'm writing a song uh, i will 
when I have the tune and I'm trying to come up with lyrics, I'll kind of nonsense sing it out and to oh, get a structure. Yeah. So like and then da, later da, on, I'll, da, and then, da, 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 yeah. and then I'll have a word, and then I come right, back so and I'll add a little. Actually, do that. Oh yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. Most songwriters do it that way. Right. I'm always um, fascinated when I hear people talk about writing songs. Yeah, writing well, songs because I have no idea how to do that. <laughs> well, you know the old story of uh, yesterday by Paul McCartney was originally called Scrambled Eggs. Oh yeah. And uh, because he just he just <laughs> he would put in words that would. Uh, you know, that would be placeholders mm. and you'll mm-hmm. slot the real words in. And sometimes the syllable count is what you're going for. Okay, right. And you kind of go, well, I know I have to have a three-syllable word here. So, you know. Okay. But I, I also, uh, sidetrack, but it goes to lyrics. Um, the lead singer of the band Weezer. Yeah. Rivers Kumo. I think it's how you pronounce it. Kumo is how you pronounce it. Sorry, mm-hmm. he, um, he has this huge kind of set of... Uh, uh, Excel spreadsheets right. and one of them will be a spreadsheet of three syllable words Okay. and another one will be uh, a spreadsheet of um, eight word single lines right. and stuff like oh, that okay. and so he'll, he'll, he'll just so. take these things and go oh yeah that's an eight word line I'll put that in this and he'll build them up and build them up and he has all this huge backlog of things right. so when he's writing a new song he'll kind of go he'll be playing the chorus and he'll kind of go oh yeah an, an eight word line would fit in here Go to Excel, really? one, and, then, and then use that, that as a starting point, and then just go from there. Right, so, that's a good uh, idea. Some people do it that very methodical way. But that's funny because I was just watching that episode of Seinfeld, the, the third episode where they um he's breaking up with his male friend. Do you remember oh, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he has a list of excuses in case he rings. So it kind of reminded me of that. He just makes an excuse if he rings. Yes, yeah, the, was it the, uh, the Rolodex they call yeah, it? Yeah, for excuses. Sorry, but yeah, no, that's really interesting. I wonder how long it took him to do up that Excel sheet. Oh, I think it was just one of those things where wherever he, whenever he thought of something, he'd write it down and put it in a spreadsheet. Mm. And it just builds up to be this database of things you can cherry pick and just right. you know he, it's basically stockpiling material but he's just organized it mm. i have a thing on my phone just in the notes app where if i think of a line it just goes in there and then after a while i might go to and i'm ready to write to my kind of well where's a good starting point that might work and, mm. and then i'll take that and modify it or whatever but um yeah i, th- I think it's not as uh it is a bit kind of um do you think people Lego read into lyrics a bit too much then? Do you oh, think yeah, people think put too much of an importance on lyrics? I no, say that as I someone who never, I don't listen to lyrics. Yeah, a lot of people don't. And I think, you know, a great tune will will, will survive bad lyrics. Mm-hmm. But a bad tune and good lyrics can yeah. be good. You know, yeah, but like what songs do you know that have a really bad tune where people are like, oh, God, those lyrics though. Uh, yeah, no, people, you know, if you don't catch them with the music, they're not going to stay yeah. around for that. But the words, the words. Yeah, if I could just tune out the music. <laughs> yeah, but I know, but I think my, my point more is that, you know, bad lyrics, you know, um, won't draw attention to themselves with a good tune. Yeah, yeah, Whereas exactly, a good yeah. tune with bad lyrics, that will make somehow make the lyric the tune worse some ways if they're really bad. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's like yeah. something said about Morrissey. He writes brilliant titles, but then forgets to write the song. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. that's good. <laughs> Which isn't always true. Yeah. It is lately. But uh, yeah. So true. her her approach to lyric writing was, you know, she had a structure. She and she would sing the same thing every mm. time, mm. but it would just be kind of vocal sounds and mm. the occasional word would yeah. kind of present Creep itself. In there. But after a while, you started kind of superimposing lyrics on it yourself. Almost, mm. I found. Yeah, you know? yeah. And uh, and I just thought. It just had this wonderful effect, like the the, the 
lack of a better word, the nonsense lyrics of her. Mm. Plus this very dreamy, melodic pop mm. music going on in the background. It just had this very euphoric kind of feel to yeah. the whole thing, I think. What did you think of it? Yeah, I loved it. So uh, funny enough, I listened to this album for the first time when I was in South America, so around two years ago. And uh, when I heard it first, I was kind of listening, and, and then and then Jane was saying, uh, I was saying, who's this? And he said, the Capito tw- twins. So I immediately pictured two blonde twins. <laughs> I don't know why, too, like Swedish looking <laughs> twins as the singers. And he was saying, oh, you know, she's not she's not actually saying any words. And as soon as yeah, I found yeah. that out, I really didn't like it. <laughs> I actually remember getting a bit annoying thinking, that's stupid. Why is she not saying any words? And that kind of thing of being like, I could do don't that. Care about words anyway. <laughs> I know that's something. It's not like I'm a lyricist or that I'm actually in any way interested yeah. in lyrics. But uh, yeah, for a long time I was really like, and every time I heard it, yeah. then I was like, oh, here's your one with the But then I then the more I started hearing it, I, I really got into it. And you know who really got me into it actually was the field. So you can thank the field oh, okay. because the field it's on a different album. You know the song Lorelei. Lorelai <laughs> or Lorelai? Oh, you do. Lorelai. I don't know that. Oh, I say you do. <laughs> I How would I? I don't listen to the radio. I no, don't... no, 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 their song. The Cockatoo Twins. Oh, Cockatoo Twins. Yeah, okay. yeah. Lorelai, um, Lorelai. Uh, it's on Treasure. Yeah, I, I do. You know what? It's, you do it's know stuff it. like. Um, I think it's one of their. Because I haven't held an album in so long. Like, song titles I know. Oh, okay. You know, things I don't recognise. Yeah, I don't know that album that well. Okay. I think you might know the song because I think it's quite a popular song. But maybe I just know it um, so much because I've heard it. Anyway, he samples it in The More That I Do, which is actually on the album yesterday today that we listened to. Um, And then, so I went back. a bit more of it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually the whole way through. (laughs) It's just disguised with all his other music. (laughs) But so then when I went back and listened to, so and I loved that song. And then when I went back and listened to the original, I had this whole new appreciation for the original. And then that kind of got me into that the music and then yeah. the more that I listened to Heaven or Las Vegas even before you asked well I sort of I heard it you know we would have been playing it in the background it kind of always would have been there yeah. and so it sort of um was appreciating it through osmosis yeah. so I didn't even realise and then when you when you asked me to listen did to did you it, make the connection then did you when I said that did you remember that you'd heard it before I'd heard it before but I couldn't I, I, I knew that I didn't I didn't like the fact that she made up words but then when yeah. I went back and listened to it again yeah now, uh, having listened to Lorelai again and after listening to The More That I Do by The Field, I really enjoyed it. And yeah. I thought, uh, and I, I suddenly really liked the fact that she that she wasn't saying words. Right. It was what, then I started kind of listening to her voice more and what she could do with her voice and the way her, and, and, yeah. and well, her range is, is really, really good. But And, and the music, just the, the melody and the music, that just seemed to, I don't know, the fact that she wasn't saying anything almost, it seemed to suit the music yeah. or something like that and then I remember that I don't like lyrics anyway so I don't know why I was so <laughs> she's now your favourite lyricist yeah um, but I thought uh, had you heard uh, you knew that she was the singer on Teardrop with mm, Matthew yeah, Tack yeah. when you heard the Heaven and Last Wings album the first time the first, no I didn't no okay, that was okay. only after I listened to I think it was just when we were when we were talking about yesterday and today and I started looking up some of the songs and I think then I saw that Lorelai was sampled in The More They Do. And then I started yeah. hearing a little bit more right. about her and that she was a singer in Teardrop. No, I didn't know anything about her beforehand. Yeah. Or and it's same on Teardrop. She does, there's a lot of yeah, they don't. blended kind of things that sound like words. But, yeah. actually, but then every now and again, there's a little bit yeah, uh, that's you can latch on to. Because that's kind of one of the things that I like about it is it's sort of the... the, the 
the fun and kind of people yeah. trying to figure out what she's actually yeah. saying or, or you know there's certain words where you can kind of hear like we were listening to it earlier on and it's like something something father it was obviously yeah, the yeah, father yeah. was in it but the rest of it is all just noise <laughs> but it's kind of like I, I would love to see video of people singing along at concerts yeah. what that would look like or hear what they're singing can you actually we were saying this earlier can you remember what the first couple of sounds of heaven the track heaven or las vegas is not the music but what when she starts singing um, I can, but I, I think I can. <laughs> right. Do you want to give it a go? No. There? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I knew that was gonna. Happen. Uh, it's just. It's not a word or anything. Yeah. It's, not a, it's just a. <laughs> Lots a, of different just a, sounds. It's just a, a sing along kind of. I, I couldn't. Even, do you know what? I can hear the melody in my head, mm. but I couldn't tell you if she's saying la 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 or he he he. Yeah, or, or what the, the it's sound just, of the word I know the melody, yeah. but that's it. Yeah. But again, it's kind of good. No one else can do this now. You know, no one yeah. else can try this approach. And I wonder how. It'd be really, really interesting. I haven't actually watched any interviews with her, but I. I'd you won't be, find many. Right. Okay. She's very reclusive. Which makes it even better, yeah, obviously, because yeah, yeah. I'd love to know how that even came about. Like, why yeah. did it even come about that she just decided? Actually, I'm just gonna not really say. Do anything. you know what I think? If you when you do see interviews with them, it's her. Uh, Robin Guthrie is the yeah. main person for making the music. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, I think he produced that. And the Simon Raymond, I think, is the bass player maybe mm-hmm. and but they're all painfully shy right and okay. then during the recording of this album robin guthrie had huge drug problems oh, okay and um elizabeth fraser had i think terrible anxiety issues right okay they stopped touring and she recently went on tour with massive attack and would just come out and do that one their song or two songs oh right and it was amazing but she would go on tour so people do that they go on a whole tour just to do one i don't think she did i think one massive, song massive attack would yeah they get it on early yeah. she's home for yeah. these at 10 you know? i suppose it is one of their most popular songs isn't it yeah, yeah. Would be, so yeah. good though. yeah it's, it's such a good song yeah, but I must listen to that again, and because I never realized she's probably not really saying anything in that. So probably a bit more in terms of lyrics in this yeah, one than any, okay. any of the others, but there's still huge chunks where it's just yeah. Uh, but it's so close to being that's the thing. Lyrics it's the that first, you yeah. just feel that she's saying something. Yeah, the, the, the first weird. time I heard it, I was I was sure that she because there's so many people out there who sing and they they don't enunciate their words at yeah. all, and but it I must really look up, doesn't uh, sound like to see if Heaven or Las Vegas actually has any lyrics. So I wonder if I type that in. What what'll come back oh yeah when I was looking up earlier on that was the first search that came up yeah. with Heaven Las Vegas lyrics but uh, I think there is yeah there's, there's lyrics here for there... it but they just uh... oh there are lyrics yeah hmm is it kind of just lyrics that are sort of injured first like the first line is singing of a famous street I want to love I have all the wrong glory but is it Heaven or Las Vegas which I'm rather than I wonder though, is that just somebody, one person's interpretation? I, I bet of you there is no lyric sheet. Yeah, anywhere I'd say so. Or, but they would have to publish their song. Hmm. They would have a publishing company. And they have to publish the lyrics, do they? I think so, yeah. Oh, okay, because people, right. it's, a, it's a thing um, that you can get paid for. Like if one person hmm. writes the lyrics and one person writes the music, oh, yeah. you'll both get a share. 
But it's her, or her noises just different. Because you were saying before that um, she sings the same, it's gobbledygook, but it's the same. I think it's gobbledygook, but maybe to her it's not. I, I'm not yeah. sure. But, but like, say if we, if, if I saw her on tour now, and uh, say there was some touring, would, she, would it sound exactly I the same so. as it does? I right. Think so. She okay. does the recorded version. Right. But okay. it's because I know that, uh, this is slight tangent, but in terms of the, the idea of publishing, um, you know the old TV show Star Trek? Yeah. If you were to look up the sheet music of Star Trek, it has yeah. lyrics. Oh, because okay. um, the guy who created Star Trek wrote lyrics for it. They were never used, but he attached mm. them to this to the theme tune. Right. So every time that theme tune generates some money, he gets happy. Even though they were never Even used. Though, that yeah. easiest yeah. job yeah. in the world. That's, that's <laughs> the oldest trick in, uh, in songwriting from the from the past, you know. Mm, Just on. to... Half, uh, half the royalties, you know. Yeah, that's great. And how? So you said you listened to it when it first came out. Was yeah. What, how was it received at the time? Was I think it was critically very well received. Right. Were, they, the most... were they big at the time? Because um, I only heard about them two years ago. I never. Heard I think the average person in the street wouldn't know them. Okay. You know, right. uh, but uh, the average Joe. Yeah, I just think you know you won't get. You know, the old thing of if you can write a tune that the, the milkman will whistle. Right. The idea of a milkman even is ridiculous. Either, but, <laughs> yeah. uh, but the idea that somebody in a white van is whistling your tune, that's mm. a hit. You know, right, that's, that's yeah, really, yeah. you know. Um, but this was their most successful This album. was their most successful And this album. was the one where, yeah, where yeah and the most, so the most and obviously it's probably their commercial. Bit, like, it, it seems like Hardcore Cocteau Twins fan won't agree. But I think it's, it's up there. I think it's yeah. as good as anything. I think it's the most ambitious thing. It's... Uh, there's just Very something really like I love dream pop and yeah, I yeah. Really like dream like pop and when and it gets to those euphoric tunes, they are so yeah. uplifting and so and, gorgeous. Yeah, what I love know? about them is when it starts, I can never remember how it's going. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, when it starts, it's so, it turns into such a different song. Although, yeah. like, you know, it stays relatively the same, but something always happens in it that I always forget, and I think, oh yeah, now it kind of changes and turns but, into this other thing. But you know, there's a bit in uh, in the title track. Where the song kind of goes up a gear towards the end, yeah, and it's just the most amazing. Where she, yeah, yeah, she, it's it's almost like a middle eight almost, but it's like it just lifts another gear. And it's yeah, just wonderful. and there's oh, another yeah. song that can, that kind of happens too. And she is it. I wear your ring. Yeah, maybe. or it could be a uh, fro fro foxes. Yeah, fro yeah. fro. In midsummer and uh, there's one of the ones where it changes kind of halfway through and she goes up very, very yeah. high there towards the end and it's great. Yeah, there's something very joyous about it. Even though yeah. there's moments where it's quite melancholy, uh, but mostly mm. like it's a cherry coloured funk and stuff. Yeah, like that. that's great. It's yeah. So good. That's that really sounds. good. Yeah, yeah. But I just I just love when um when a, a band kind of really go for it in terms mm. of uh, this is our, our our bid for commercial success. Yeah, we've kind of we need a pension plan. Yeah, here. but and, it's and, like and it's also really good. That's yeah, the thing. like and it's, well, it's I haven't listened to their, I haven't record, listened yeah. to their other albums. I actually really want to listen to their other albums. I have a feeling I'm going to think this one is the best. They're a bit, the other ones are a bit more low key, a bit more. Uh, they're beautiful uh, mm. records. Just amazing collection of work. But if you're starting backwards with this one, this one might give you a false impression as to. Right. You know where as, you're coming as, from. As the other that is a bit more not basic. What's the word? They would be as full as this or no? In this some ways, yeah. Vocally, they would. Yeah, this was the most kind of commercial widescreen record. Mm -hmm. And I, I think it was did they do one more after this? I think it was the last one. I don't remember. Maybe one more after this. Mm -hmm. This was their fifth or sixth album. I think it? so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, so you'd recommend? 
Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah I'd recommend. But I, I'd like I would understand if somebody thought it was ridiculous that she wasn't saying yeah. words at the start because I was in the same boat. But now, now but I think I'm it's just, very accessible. You yeah, know, definitely. it's that first song. Yeah. I, you know, it's so catchy and hooky. Yeah. And it's just. I think it's just wonderful. And yeah, no, it's lovely. If you're listening to any code, the music's great, but I'm not sure what she's doing. Give it another... That's the Keep thing. going with yeah. it. You know, you, yeah. it will click, you Yeah, know? definitely. Yeah, because it was yeah. the music that got me first. I didn't know about the lyrics, but then all of a sudden it just makes yeah. sense that, that, that her voice with it, and it's, yeah. it's kind of all... And, you know, if you, if you like, you know, if you get a sense that at the start, even if you're not sure about it, that you do like it, but you might need to stick with it a bit. Mm -hmm. They've been such an influence on so many bands. Right, you know, okay, since yeah. then that you do like people who probably wouldn't be around if it wasn't for them there. But that's what I was right. thinking. Yeah. I would I would imagine they yeah. have especially a lot of the dream dream pop bands that are around yeah, at the moment. Absolutely. I'd say they influenced a lot yeah. of them. Fifty fifty clown is the one right. that changes and she okay. goes up really high yeah. towards the end. Yeah. yeah so. I think there's only about ten songs on it. Yeah, yeah. but so it's quite nice. It's, it's a very short album. Really yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's so, great. I'm glad yeah. you'd like it. Yeah, yeah. Do you have something for me to listen for next week? Or no, I we just realised I don't. <laughs> yeah, well, well, you know, As we were talking, people will be on the edge of their seats until they know. Don't worry, we'll have something soon. Right. Okay, but yeah, I would re thoroughly recommend. Okay, so our final, yeah. final piece of yeah. the day. Hang on, let me just check. One more paranoid check. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, all good. Uh, so the final thing we were going to suggest, or we we watched them hopefully going to recommend is the TV show Devs. Devs, yeah. And again, another introduction to Devs. <laughs> um, oh, no swinging hands. No, no, I think, you know, We've had if you ever do a video years. podcast, I'll bring that back. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Devs, uh, as, I've, as I'm sure I've just explained, is the TV show from Alex Garland. Mm -hmm. did, you, did you know his work before? I only knew Ex Machina. Okay. I had what? What else? He did. did, uh, he, do, did, he, do? he did the beach. He yes. wrote the beach. Yes. So sorry, no, he, I didn't he wrote know, the book that, that the beach was based on. Mm. That's what he was. worked with um. Uh, what's his name? Danny Boyle. Yeah, he yeah, worked with him a couple of times. times yeah. yeah. So actually, I did know something. And he did the, the Judge Dredd movie. Have you seen that? Didn't. Haven't seen that. No, that's a brilliant movie. Really? It's really good. Sounds obviously terrible. Oh yeah. See, I was never that much of a fan of the comics and stuff like that when I was a kid. And Sylvester Stallone did a terrible Judge Dredd movie. Yeah, ago. that's the one I'm thinking of. But this one is fantastic. It's right. just, it takes place in one building. Oh, great. It's about an hour and a half long. Donald Gleeson is in it for a oh. small part as well. And Lena Headey, you know her from Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Carl Urban is Judge Dredd. Never oh. takes off the helmet. Okay, and, right, uh, right. It's, but I just thought, as an action movie goes... You know when they do those uh, action movies that are set in one location mm -hmm. and people are trapped and trying to get it. So they're trapped in this tower block, this enormous tower block at the top and they're trying to make their way down. Oh, great. I do love films that are set it's in the one location. So good. It's so good. It's so good. Great, okay. And he, he directed that? He directed that and wrote it. And it was one of those movies that leaked early. Oh, so right. So it lost a ton of money. Oh, Most people watched it as a download. Okay. And uh, there was never any possibility of a, of a sequel. Right, okay. But it's really worth a look. for right. as, a, as action movies go, it's one of the better ones I've seen. And Do I have to have read the comics no, or anything? No, you don't have to have read okay. anything to, to, to understand. And even if you're not into comic stuff, you think... No, I think... Right. I just thought it was a great... You know, it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a comic book movie, but it's not a superhero movie. Okay. It's just... Uh, it's just set in the future where these judges are, you know, they, they dispense with courts. The police are the judge and jury and okay. executioner. Right. And, okay, uh, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's really worth a look. Okay. But, and what else has he done, Alex Garland? 
he did that TV show or that, that film on Netflix, Annihilation. Oh yeah, I haven't seen with, that. With uh, Natalie Portman, mm, I, I which is a really that. good science fiction movie. It gets a bit bizarre towards the end. Mm. Uh, still so, yeah. works though. It kind of reminded me a touch of Under the Skin. Oh yeah, Jonathan I like Glazer, that. Yeah, which I thought was amazing. Yeah, that's, really that's like the that. Best science fiction very film I've seen in a long time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, strange. it's just very brilliant film. Mm. Very disturbing yeah. in parts, but just yeah. just right. Um, so I really like his stuff from what I've seen of it it's, so far. It's gotten progressive now. He's just full on sci-fi now because he wouldn't have started off like that, I suppose, with the beach. And no, then, but no, now that, it's but he, of... it's pretty soon after that he went that way. Okay, you know? yeah. Sorry, I just want to look up devs because I just want to mention a few people. I don't want to I'm forgetting a few names or something. Mm-hmm. Talk about it, but um, uh, so his this is his show with uh, Nick Offerman mm-hmm. who plays. Um, What's the Google guy? Sergey Brin and all of those yeah. guys. Steve Jobs. Yeah, type. yeah, type He's kind of, a, kind of an amalgam of a lot of different. What do, what do they call them? Software bros, <laughs> you know. Who, uh, but he's uh, basically a, a Google mogul type mm. who is working on a project, uh, a secretive project, top secret that's project. set in a, in a special location deep in the forest, off mm. away from the main campus mm. of what they normally do, which is. Seems to be a Google yeah, type What do they business. do? I, I but it seems that they were kind of data harvesters and okay. Google kind right. of. I, you know, yeah. yeah, I'll talk about that later. I just I couldn't figure yeah. out where all the money was coming but from. In a way, I, I kind of t- I just do? assumed it was uh, a Google or what's the parent company for Google? Alphabet. One oh, of those okay. kind of things right, where okay. it's just they've got a fingers in a load of pies. But he was using all of that stuff to it's fund this. Yeah. This is your station. My. What am I actually doing here? I'm not going to tell you. Don't worry. You're going to figure it out. The last time I saw him, he was headed toward Debs. And then he disappears. Something bad happened to him. You know what happened to him. If you came for answers, Ask me what you don't know. What is Debs? This is the only principle you need to understand. Nothing ever happens without a reason. Everything was determined by something prior. They're fanatics. We need the police. Do you want to take them down? It's impossible. You knew I was going to come here. The sense that you were participating in life was only ever an illusion. Life is just something we watch unfold. What's inside? Everything. And it is supposed to be in Silicon Valley, is it? It's in San, or it's in San Francisco, isn't it's it? It's in San Francisco, yeah. definitely. Or it's somewhere yeah. around the outskirts yeah, of Silicon Valley. Yeah, just north of, of, of in that. In a kind of forest. Or yeah. yeah, yeah. So he has this... Um, it starts off... The, sto- the story is that this one empl- this new employee has, mm. been, has been plucked yeah. from the company to go and work in the devs yeah. section. Of, and he's... Uh, Carl Gossman, is that his name? I think Gossman, so, yeah. Gossman, yeah. Yeah, and he's... Is he Sergey. Kinda, yeah, and he's... Uh, what was his... Carl Glussman, yeah, Glussman, Sergey. Yeah. And he was, uh, is he kind of a 
of Russian descent or something like that. In yeah, the in the in the, yeah. in the, in the, in the in program, the, yeah. yeah. So he is kind of handpicked to go and work in the mm-hmm. devs project. He doesn't yeah. know what it is, but he, everyone in the buildings or in the company seems to know when you work here, you're set for life, yeah. it's top secret. Yeah. So he goes to work there and he's given a glimpse as to what the devs project is. We still mm-hmm. don't know at this yeah. time. Yeah, we just is. see a load of code. So he is, um, he's watching this. He's been kind of shown behind the curtain and he gets mm-hmm. a sense of what it is. And then we realize that he is recording what he is seeing via yeah. the camera in his watch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, by the end of the episode, he's gone missing. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. um, so I kind of, it, I thought it was a brilliant, uh, intriguing premise for the setup. And when you see the, there's all these kind of visual uh, cues that you're kind of looking at, kind of going, oh, I wonder what that's about. Because beside the, the, the devs building in the forest is a, gigantic statue of, a, of, of a, a girl who looks about seven yeah, or six or seven yeah, like that. very creepy statue. And she is standing, towering above the forest, like from the waist up, she is above the forest. Yeah. And uh, it seems to be, she's in a fairly random pose. It just mm. seems like, it's almost like someone took, took a frame of video and made yeah. a giant statue of it. And the, 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 the Dev's building looks like this kind of, almost like a pyramid with the, chop, the top mm. chopped off it. And they brought into it, and then there's a floating lift oh, that takes elevator. you, a magnetic That's floating lift that takes thing. you through to this isolated room where maybe three or four other mm-hmm. people are working. Yeah. And they're working on this top secret project. Yeah. We don't know um, what it is. And we don't know what it is. And I think it's eight episodes in total. Yeah. So, uh, the Sergei character goes missing, and his girlfriend, I think her name is Lily. Lily is her name. Yeah, the character yeah. name. Yeah. Yeah. And she. Uh, is then concerned about what's happened. She mm. knew and where. She, he, yeah, she, and she works in the other part. Yes, she does. Yeah, so she works. In so the she other knows part where he was last yeah. going, and he hasn't mm. come back. Yeah. And it's about her mm. attempts to investigate it and, and kind of uncover uh, what's going. On. Yeah. So what What did you make of it based on the, from that point on? Where how, how did you yeah. feel about it? Were you in straight away, or Pretty did it take much, a while? Yeah, I knew. Yeah. yeah, as soon as it started, I really liked the look of it. I loved the sound yeah. of the, the music, and it was great. I just even in the first episode, I thought the first episode was really gripping. I loved actually the character of Sergey. Mm. So I was really sad when he went missing. Yeah. <laughs> because I thought this yeah. was going to be about him and his yes. journey. Because right. I hadn't read, I you know do a thing now where I don't read anything about a program I'm about to yes. watch. I don't yeah, read any yeah. reviews. And so a lot of the time I'll go in knowing nothing. So I thought it was going to be about him and what he, he right. discovers in here and yeah. everything else. And that would have been enough for me. I thought that would have been interesting yeah. enough. So I was very disappointed when he went missing at the end of yeah. the first episode. But I thought it was great. It was really gripping. There was a real sense of kind of this ominous tone right. that went yeah, through, especially yeah. towards the end. It got really yeah. a bit, a very uh, slightly dark. And um, you kind of just, I suppose it just took a, a 180 as well towards the end of the episode where you're kind of thinking, whoa, I don't, yeah, I have yeah. no idea what's going yeah. to happen now. Um, yeah, I thought, yeah, the first episode I thought was, was, was really good and again, the, looked amazing. I loved that floating lift. Yeah, <laughs> when I was yeah, going yeah, over yeah, when yeah. I saw that, I was thinking, <laughs> like as soon as I saw it, I kind of thought, oh yeah, I'm going to like this because yeah, I, I yeah, love yeah. how it looks and I love yeah. how it moves. Does yeah, that make sense? Absolutely. And all the different shots, everything was so yeah. smooth and everything. It was really, uh, yeah, it's kind of, I would say that's kind of like a tech giant's dream, that building, yeah, the, yeah, the way everything absolutely. was laid out. Um, I thought Alison Pill, who played um, Forrest's uh, right-hand Nick woman. Uh, yeah. Yeah, she was We're never really told who she is. She was she a software just, genius that he had recruited to yeah, help with the program. I, I, thought, I thought she was great. I thought the guy... I she thought, played Katie. 
Katie is her yeah. name, yeah. And I thought she was great. Overall, I really, I really liked the show and I really liked how it ran and I thought it was, you know, every episode was really gripping and in the first three, so we said we were going to watch the first three episodes. Yes. I ended up watching the whole series too, yeah. then because I loved it. Yeah. Um, was brilliant. My, the, my big, the biggest downfall for me was the, the main lead, the actor, which is such a pity because she's the, the, the main yeah, actor. Yeah, she was, that was my Sonoya only issue with it. Mizuno. Is that it? Sonoya. Sonoya Mizuno. So she, I'd seen her, I had just watched Ex Machina just before. Yeah, I didn't realise that she was in and that. Yeah, yeah. She, and she was great in that because good, she yeah. played a robot. But yes. in this, it was like, yes, she should be playing a robot again. I just thought, for me anyway, I thought she looked great. She's obviously, I think she used to be a model and she's mm. got a very distinctive look. And I thought she, she really looked the part, uh, literally. At times, though, she f- I felt she was sleepwalking through the whole thing. Oh, she totally did. I yeah. thought she was so absent and, and so vacant. And there was there was so many times where I actually thought, is that there was? I remember in the first couple of episodes, it's funny, because you know the way when you see something like this and you see somebody like Alex Garland who's making this thing and you kind of think, well, obviously he's going to get really good actors. So for the yeah, first yeah, episode yeah. or two, I kind of thought, oh, no, she's obviously really good. Yeah. I'm just not understanding something yeah, here yeah, about yeah. the performance. But there was one bit... There's a part in an office where she kind of has to pretend to have a nervous breakdown. Right. And I thought to myself, oh, right, she's she's pretending to act badly. And right, then I realized, okay. oh, no, wait, I think she is yeah, actually just acting bad. badly. Yeah. And my biggest problem was the whole way through, we're kind of told this Lily person, there's something special about her. Yeah, and she's yeah, so yeah. determined and she's, yeah. you know, so she's so smart and she's brilliant and all of that. And it to me, that just did not translate because the actor who was playing the role didn't get that across yeah. at all. So that really broke it for me because yeah. every time I saw, every time I heard them talking about this character yeah. and then saw her performance, it reminded me it was a TV show. Yes. If that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Yeah. I just kind of thought it was good that the rest of it was so good because yeah. I felt it was carrying her in touch. Oh, totally. And yeah. I just kind of thought, I really wish, I really wish... I was, it was great that there was a female lead in it. Yeah, no, that I was that great. Was yeah. Especially I when I thought it, it was going to be a male lead and then it changed yeah, to a female yeah, lead. I, I thought, I like ooh, this is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I just wish she wasn't... It felt like she was still playing the robot from Ex Machina. Yeah, that's the and thing. It, yeah. was, uh, it was such a shame. I just... I, t- I can't put my finger on what was wrong with it other than she felt like she was a bit too subdued. It was really it was like she was medicated almost. The yeah, way she acted it just seemed so... It was such a lack luster performance yeah, or something yeah. and it really just seemed like it was and oh, it's so funny because there's, there's a there's a conversation at one stage between her and Alison Pill who plays mm. Katie and just and because I think Alison Pill is really really good yeah. and when you see two people like that together because yeah. I think if she's by herself she can almost be the actress and she's in a scene by herself she she almost gets away with it because yeah. you, you know she might be just making those very like serious faces yeah, or something yeah. and she can kind of carry it off but it's only when she's put up against somebody else I think who's really good it kind of yeah, it's yeah. like I can really see that she's acting whereas yes. Alison Pill it's really seemed like it was yeah, all just coming out of her naturally yeah. you know there were so many great moments in it though just in terms of the filmmaking as well uh, there was a, that moment when uh, the Forest character meets Katie for the first time. He goes mm-hmm. to see her in a lecture, a TED talk kind of thing, yeah, and yeah. she she gives her a lecture. But then there's a scene that there's a shot outside where you see multiple versions of her leaving. Yeah, yeah. And it's almost like multiple timelines where, where the way things could have gone. And then one of them happen. she meets him. And yeah, I yeah. just thought there was really great stuff that like that. that. Yeah. There's a moment where um, Forrest, Nick Offerman's character witnesses a car crash. Mm-hmm. and we see uh, different versions of it. Yeah, of what could have happened. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was amazing yeah. as well. It's like all these kind of split-second yeah, things that could have happened absolutely. in split-second. Yeah. Things have gone slightly differently. Yeah. I, Nick Offerman, I kind of found a little hard to take seriously as some kind of 
tech genius. Yeah, so I hadn't seen him in anything else, and even having not seen him in any, is he a comedian or something? He or was he... in Parks and Recreation. Okay, so I uh, hadn't seen him in that. Yeah, so like, he's really good. He is so funny. He's so brilliant. Mm. I just kind of thought, just the accent and the look, mm. just seemed a bit kind of. I wonder this what they think an eccentric tech billionaire would dress like and look yeah. like and stuff like that. I just kind of found... He did, yeah. I, I thought he was very good when he needed to be. Yeah. But I just I, thought those moments where I was kind of, I don't know. Yeah, um, no, I felt the same. And kind of, I would have thought probably him and Lily, those two characters and the actors who played those two characters, yeah. I, were probably the weakest parts for me. And I did like Nick and Offerman they were, in And they it. should have been the strongest. And they were, the, see, that's what they were, they should, and I think if they were played by different people, Nick Offerman, I think I could, uh, you know, it's, you yeah. sort of forgive him for some of the, some of the yeah. scenes because in other scenes then he was very good and yeah. he was kind of, he was a bit aloof and distant a lot of the time but I believed it, I kind of believed it with yeah. him, you know, because, I don't know, it seemed to fit his character a little yeah. bit more. Um, but I just I thought with her, she, she played, she was too big of a role and, and she was supposed to be this really determined. She wasn't really carrying it. As no, much as not at all. Which is which is such a pity because I think apart from that, everything else it was really interesting. I'm just and looking for one particular cast member here uh, who played the really long, is it uh, the kid Lyndon? Oh yeah, she was great, yeah. Yeah, I thought that was a boy. Oh, yeah. For yeah. a big gentleman. But I, I just, there was one moment where this character, uh, Kaylee, uh, Lyndon is played by a gay person called Kaylee, uh, was um, a very frustrated programmer on the devs project. And yeah. you still aren't quite sure what they're trying yeah. to do. Mm -hmm. But this character has this kind of uh, eureka moment where they do something to the code mm. and what they're trying to see becomes clear. Yeah. And I don't want to give it away for people who haven't seen it, but mm -hmm. they see something quite profound. Yeah. And um, amazing. And then the whole thing, we realize the implications of what this thing they're trying to do is, is, is really good. Mm -hmm. But it was that was one of the moments in, in, in the show where I kind of, the, the kind of breadth of the ambition of it was really impressive. Yeah. What they yeah. were trying to do and the, what they were trying to tackle. Mm -hmm. And you kind of go, how did this get made? This is yeah. such a strange pitch for... Uh, you know, and you know, there's there's moments of action in and stuff like that. But for, for the most part, it's people having serious conversations about hybrid things. Yeah. And, you know, and um, but it, it, like moments like that were just so profound and so moving. And then the last three episodes, when you kind of get a sense of what was going to happen, mm. and there was this terrible sense that it was moving. It kind of told you how things were going to end. Yeah. And it was all moving towards that, and you're yeah. kind of going. Well, if just character if character A keeps away from place B, yeah, everything would be okay. But you see the way there was this moment of de or this idea of destiny that they were going mm. to move towards it, yeah, and it was inescapable. And I just kind of thought it was so ambitious in terms of its storytelling. And if you haven't watched it yet, I would urge you to watch it because it's kind of in a similar vein in that sense, and that it's very ambitious science fiction TV mm -hmm. is Watchmen. Oh yeah, Watchmen I still is haven't seen unbelievably that good. Right, it sounds. Yeah ridiculous I right describe it to you but I swear to God it, thing. it is it, it is the best thing I've seen in 10 years on television okay all right. and it starts really off it. where they they talk about um, you know everybody seems to know about the Tulsa massacre now mm -hmm. that happened in the, the early 20th century yeah but nobody knew about it than, or not many people certainly white people didn't know about it until Watchmen because it right. starts off the first scene 
is the what the Tulsa massacre. Okay. Yeah, right. This came out last before Christmas anyway, mm-hmm. and uh, before Trump tried decided to have his Tulsa rally, oh, which is no yeah. coincidence. We got the, the Juneteenth uh, anniversary of the the event, but uh, but just the breadth of the ambition of it, and just how it mm-hmm. imagines this alternative future. That had lines running back through a hundred years of history. Yeah. And but also the reason I mentioned it is because with devs I felt a similar kind of this is very ambitious science mm. fiction for grown ups. Yeah. And, and yeah. And, and same Watchmen, it's not for kids. Right, okay. It's uh, it's it's kind of what happens when a it, like if Superman came to Earth, he'd be a god. Right. And this is yeah. this is a similar version of, of Superman exists. And it, that's where it kind of starts with Watchmen. The original thing is, what if there was a being that was a god mm. in our yeah. world and it just takes from there mm-hmm. and this person arrives in a world that already had superheroes in it powerless superheroes but here's mm. a real one right you know okay, and yeah. it's just how complicated life would be with that mm. um but to have two series in, in relatively speaking the same year and same 12 month period that were as bit ambitious of that was just i just thought it was brilliant for television yeah. and just how how these one-off series because there isn't going to be another Watchmen series and there isn't going to be another Dev series oh there's definitely yeah it just seemed like they were yeah. telling a story yeah, like and they were going to I don't involved. yeah I would yeah. prefer if there wasn't even though I yeah. loved it yeah. I would prefer if there wasn't another series because I don't I don't see how they could follow no. on it was such a high concept I yeah. don't know how they could follow on and yeah. I love that and like I know we had a conversation way at the start of starting this podcast about sci-fi and like that is the type of sci-fi that I like that me it's, too it's very it's and kind of like, as well yeah you know? it's quite highbrow whatever else but it's it's you know that possibly could happen yeah, you could imagine absolutely. it happening yeah. someday and the yeah. only thing was and I won't spoil it but I thought the motivation for the whole thing behind it seemed a little bit unbelievable in it's terms of the forest lot. characters yeah, motivations well, yeah like that seemed like a whole lot of, I don't know now yeah. I don't know it just seemed I, like I guess for one person's wish it kind of now and maybe it, it wasn't but again again if you have a person with unlimited resources yeah where are those unlimited resources coming google from google is his google company right basically. okay I mean google but is I, I was, but he lives in a relatively modest house yeah but yeah. he, I think, but that's where all his money is going right, into the yeah, Dev's project, yeah. suppose, you know. And yeah. it's it just seems like, you know, it's like the Citizen Kane thing of you know, uh, you get this ego and a person in grief and unlimited resources. Mm. What are they going to do? Yeah. You know. And again, I'm not going to give it away. But no. the, the other people who worked in Dev's, they did, they did, did they know what? The reason for it was. I think they did. Okay. Yeah, I, See, I, I think it was more that. that. No, I suppose they were getting paid a lot. But yeah. I was thinking, would other... Because they're kind of... They're breaking all these laws, aren't they? Sure. they you know, would they kind of... But you saw what happened when one of them try, yeah, left or, try, or, or yeah, was, you know... Or spoke out against her. Or was or, going to leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. And so. uh, also, the, the character... What was this guy, the guy's name? The older guy who was the oh, programmer. Uh, the actor is Stephen... Um, Dove of our name. Uh, was his character's name Gus yeah I think so yeah uh, he was brilliant I thought yeah, he was such he was a good actor good. yeah uh, what is that guy's name Stephen McKinley Henderson mm, that's Stewart him. his name is where did I get Gus from anyway oh, okay. he's um he was brilliant I thought he yeah was absolutely he was brilliant. great yeah yeah and, uh, and he played really well off the Linden character yeah and it just I like the fact that it was just this very disparate bunch of people. It wasn't just a bunch of college geeks. Yeah. Who were fresh out of college and mm. were the geniuses of the class and being brought yeah. in to do this. Um, and also, but I think that what I, I, I think I'd agree with you in that it, his personality and his ambition were one thing, 
but his ruthlessness to achieve it yeah. didn't really line up that, with him as a person. Be, you know? Yeah, that's the thing. I think, yeah, he, he really went all out making sure that kind of nobody got in the way yeah, of this. Yeah. And, didn't and seem, that seemed a bit extreme, I thought. Yeah, and then yeah. the other, and then there's another man in as well who, whose name I've forgotten. He kind of, he works for Forrest. The guy who kind of oh, looked, uh, looked after. Oh, Kenton? Yeah. He's took, kind of the cleanup guy. Yeah, he looked after business. And, and even he seemed to, I don't know, I, I just don't understand why somebody would do that. Now, maybe he, he was just getting paid a yeah. massive amount of money and he was just, he's so, just yeah. one of these people who just does what he's told. Yeah. You know, I don't ask any questions. Or whatever yeah, else. I think there's but, probably more of those cleanup guys around than we do. Well, maybe, but, yeah. But I think he, yeah. I think it was, I think he was hired for that. But he, yeah, there were. He was a very chilling kind of character. Yeah, he really was. And, and what happened to the, uh, the, the other, her, her, her ex? Boy, oh, that's another yeah. thing. I didn't. That was that really made me dislike the character. Actually, the way she treated her ex boyfriend. Jamie she was, was yeah, she just was the actor. completely great. used him from the start yeah, to yeah. finish, and that. So I, I that made me dislike the character yeah. in general because I didn't. But like it was quite tragic the way the way that worked out because she she did manipulate his feelings for her. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, it was his downfall as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, I just thought. A couple of niggles aside here and there, absolutely brilliant. Oh yeah, I loved series, it, and I would know? definitely recommend it. I wish there was a different person playing the lead. That was the other yeah. thing. Who do you think? Who do you think could have, could have played it? Jesus, I I'd almost swap Alison Pill for yeah, her character she, in a way. Yeah, I suppose they probably. She's maybe a little older. Yeah, than they, they probably need to be needed for somebody that. a little bit younger. I'm trying to think who would be good. Did anyone come like, to mind for you? Well, <laughs> Saoirse Ronan came to mind for me because I just think she's very good in she everything. Good. And yeah, I yeah. thought she was very good in Hannah. Cause she, the character's kind of a bit of a tomboy. Because yeah, yeah, I mentioned yeah. um, uh, Elizabeth Olsen. I've only seen her in one thing, but I thought she might be a bit too girly. But uh, I, was, the character's quite, yeah. c- quite She might tomboyish. be a little old as well. I don't mean to yeah. say that she's old, but yeah. they needed but somebody the a bit more fresh out of college. Yeah, early yeah. 20s. But yeah. Um, yeah, I just thought, yeah, that was... That was the. That was a bit of a disappointment for me just because everything else was so good. Yeah. And I think I think because everything else was so good, it sort of amplified her yeah. performance. But I haven't said that. That's not to say that you can't watch it and still she's enjoy it. She's not terrible. You know, it's she's just, not, she's yeah, just yeah, want to prod her with a stick at times. Like, yeah, on, yeah like wake up. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. but it reminded me, of, if somebody told me this is set in the same world as the film Her. Yeah. I yeah. Would go, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, you know, that's the thing. Uh, yeah, and the music throughout was brilliant. Yeah, I, every I, episode they had brilliant music mm, in it. Who did really the music good. for? Was it Clint Mansell or? Uh, I think so. I think it was. Who yeah. used to be? Uh, he did. He do. What did he do? He did um, Requiem for a Dream, didn't he? That's right. Yeah. Mm. Uh, was that it? The, the I'll edit out all this. Oh yeah, God, no, great. Just... <laughs> <laughs> because said like we know what we're talking about, please. Yeah. But uh, the 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 original score was brilliant, but also the songs that they chose in it as yeah. well. Songs that I'd never heard of yes, before. But every right. at the end of every episode, there was another yeah, yeah. song that I was looking up on Spotify that I'd yeah. heard in the in the program. Yeah, so I had Shazam out waiting for. Oh, did yeah. You Shazam. I don't use yeah, it, but really heard, yeah. So I I love programs like yeah. that where every episode yeah, I find great. out about new music. Watchmen was another one that had great songs. All right, right, I'll watch. So watch Maybe that's what we'll. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we could just we could talk about Watchmen. The thing about Watchmen is I don't know if you need to watch the film. Okay. Because it's all set after that. Oh right. Yeah. And when was the film made? Uh, I think two thousand and nine or something. And is like the film that. good? 
The film is a very faithful ad adaptation of the book. Could I watch a, a recap of the film? Maybe? Yes, you okay. could. Yeah, I actually. don't have to watch the whole thing. Yeah, if you look up on YouTube, uh, you know, what I need to watch before I watch the Watchmen TV okay. series. There'll be some recap. Right, you know? okay, I'll do that, yeah. yeah because, but they, again, they do I'll... a good job. Of, I think you can watch it, uh, the series, and if you're just patient... They'll kind of explain okay, everything, yeah. you know? So, yeah, I'll do a recap before yeah, I watch be worth, it. Yeah, it'll be worth it. But I would definitely recommend Devs. And I me have too. recommended yeah, it to people. Too. And I think, any, especially anyone... I don't even think you need to be particularly interested in sci-fi, but if you have any interest in this bit, good sci-fi, as I call it. <laughs> then, uh, What's bad sci-fi fan Fantasy What's shit. The... <laughs> dragons and whatnot. But, uh, so you didn't, you didn't watch Game of Thrones? No, and the like, well, I tried to. But but yeah, well, it's just it's soft porn, a little bit of fantasy. <laughs> it's all in. that bullshit that <laughs> never happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but this That's is like a, a, and I I think the question that it brings up and was the the ethical and moral side to it and yeah, yeah. It, even though it would be so interesting for that to happen, you kind of think should it happen? Yeah, and yeah. yeah I love I love yeah, programs but like it's, that. But it's it's kind of like the once a genie's out of the bottle, people will do it. But yeah, it's um yeah, it's it's definitely the best thing I've seen so far on TV this year. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to say, I think normal people, even though it's totally different, is up there with me. Yeah, it's definitely up there. I'd, yeah. I'd be in my, they'd be fighting for the top position. Yeah, already, yeah. So sure. actually, the two things that we reviewed this week are yeah, probably two of the best absolutely. shows we've seen, which is and great. one of the best albums from yeah. the early 90s. <laughs> yeah. So got our, finger, our, our feet in both decades. There you go. Yeah. So we don't know so, what we're doing next no, time. No, we don't know because I'm sorry, I totally forgot <laughs> <Me too. laughs> I was supposed to do that. So I would recommend an album for Will. Yes. And yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll, both, we'll, we'll think about shows yeah. that we're going to watch. Yeah, yeah, have you watched anything going. recently that might... Uh, what have I watched recently? Anything recent? I'm I've sure I've watched I Little did. Fires Everywhere. Oh that. yeah, no, I've seen, I only still, you know what, I know that because of Gogglebox, because for some reason, <laughs> I only watched Gogglebox yeah. and Living Cabin, and that was all, <laughs> so I was watching it then. It seems good, yeah, I might good. watch it. Uh, I'm actually watching Six Feet Under at the moment, which right. I've never seen before, yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. loving it's it. Right. I really, 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 there's a big difference between Series 1 and Series 2, where they kind of get rid of the ads for the funeral products oh, and all of that but that, stuff, that, that you know? ad was only in the very first episode it was episode. only in the first yeah, one yeah it was only in my the, memory that, that was, was, all the that through, was yeah. strange yeah that was yeah, I'm glad they got rid of those yeah. yeah it's kind of like in Sex and City where in the first episode she looks at the camera at loads and loads she? Does, yeah okay. people were like God. stop I yeah. think they did it for throughout the first season and then she stopped then after that we could consider as like a bit of a rewatch project yeah oh well, that's yeah. what I'm doing oh, yeah. I've, I've rewatched The Sopranos but now I'm watching Six Feet Under Oh, it's just amazing. It's my third time watching it. I, I watched it again. Every time I watch it, I like it yeah. even more. than. Do you find, though, before. that it's it's kind of... It feels like it was almost the first of this kind of modern age of television. Yeah, in, in, great television. Absolutely. But but it, it, because of that, there are moments in it where I feel it, it doesn't always seem to have an overarching story. Sometimes it's just yeah. episode, episode, episode. Mm -hmm. Then there'll be four in a row that have... That are kind of more connected than yeah. others in a way. Yeah, a lot of them are standalone. And also that whole, episodes. that whole those those episodes where Tony was in a coma, they oh, have to the go. Shit. The fish was talking to him. I don't know. I like the they dream ones, terrible. but I know a lot of people don't. But I like because I thought the dreams in the Sopranos were really realistic, as in in terms yeah, of like that. You know, that is the type of thing that you would dream. Do you remember the the episode where they the his mother had actually in real life had died oh yeah and they had oh, to cobble together God, some <laughs> had yeah. to cobble together some old footage to make yeah, some yeah it was like yeah it was like but the best like, episode oh, you just see the behind <laughs> the, <woman. laughs> the I think the episode I enjoyed the most uh, was the one where 
Tony and Meadow are going looking for colleges. Everybody likes it. And they see the guy who yeah, had gone into... That is that was, the Pine Barns? No, Pine Barns is when... That was the other one. Pine Barns is the, the one where... Um, what's his name? Christopher and uh, Paulie get lost out in the forest. Yes. Forest. 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 But for because I saw... The college one I really like. Yeah, that's been voted the best. Yeah. I really like it. Why is it... Why is I think that it's because, in a way, it's this... It's the best version of the standalone episode. Yeah, it's a real you standalone know, I, I episode. Think, I think yeah. you show that to anyone, and it could be a movie in its own way. Yeah, that's true. You and know. a lot of and and Carmel and the priest happens in yes, that one as well. Yeah, so there's yeah, a lot yeah. you can kind of, and you can and Carmela opens up about Tony, and yeah. she's sort of saying to the priest, "I need to make a confession because my but, my husband does this, and I just have a blind eye and everything else." And just to finish off, what did you think of the ending of the whole thing? Of Sopranos. Yeah. yeah, I liked it because nobody really knows what it's yeah. about. I know everyone has their theories, but I liked um, it at the time, and I don't like it now. Really? Yeah, I just don't think it's aged well. Oh, right. I okay. really thought the whole thing, the whole s- series was leading towards, in a similar way to the way the first um, Godfather ended, where in the first Godfather, Michael is beyond redemption by the first episode. Mm-hmm. He's killed his brother. And, right, yeah. You know, I thought Tony was going to have to kill Christopher. Right. And that's how he would have kind of lost any hope okay. at the end. Yeah. And I thought that's where it was leading. Yeah. And I just, and it, it, it doesn't have to go there, but I just thought it ended in such a, I don't know, it was, it felt like a cop out in the end, you know? Are you talking about the very last episode? Yeah, the, the very last, last moment where it just cuts to black for a, a I kind of like, which to me was sort of like, yeah, nobody knows whether he was actually killed or not, but I suppose the whole point is that he could have been and, yeah. and for the rest of his life I if he lives he was. Yeah. yeah and even if he wasn't for the rest of his life he's probably going to be looking over his shoulder you know, yeah. that kind of, yeah. and you never know this guy you know to everyone else it's just a normal guy walking into yeah. the bathroom he could be a guy who's going to kill you well I also it was that moment where he had seemed to finally have gotten his life together a yeah. little bit and his whole family were meeting but also a lot of people happy. around him had died at that yeah, stage absolutely. And then, but yeah. this is where he had to pay for it yeah you know? and I also I loved I really liked how he built up the tension throughout with Meadow trying to park the car, the car and you kind of think yeah. there's something going on there. And there was two and other then, guys in the restaurant as well. Yeah, and, yeah. I, I liked it actually. Yeah, I, I thought it was great. I just it. thought... I liked that it was left. I thought it's a great... Yeah. But apparently it's, David Chase doesn't even know. Like yeah. he, Apparently he doesn't know what... Like he yeah. didn't have something in mind for how it was going yeah. to end. It was more about... I think I like it and just like it in equal amounts. Yeah. No, you know I, mean? well, I think that's what it's supposed to be. Yeah, the first time I watched well it, yeah. I don't think I enjoyed it. But I think now I appreciate it yeah. more. But yeah, yeah. Sopranos is great. Watching Six Feet Under at the moment. Haven't watched anything else. No. Uh, watched Mother for the first time. Loved it. Yeah, I'm going to watch it again. I'm yeah, do. It yeah, again. watch it with good sound. Yeah, I've been watching things on speakers. I watched our headphones. I've watched... Uh, I watched all of devs using headphones. Oh, great. And just that deep bass. Yeah. And just, oh, yeah. Every time it's they go... It's wallpapered mm-hmm. with music. There's, yeah. not, there's yeah. not one moment where there's yeah. no music playing. No, it's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, really but, yeah. good. So we're recommending everything. Everything. Yeah, great, great. Line so we'll figure out what we're doing next time. Yeah, we'll... we'll let you know. Yeah. <laughs> Until <laughs> then. Bye. <laughs> well, we kind of did a harmony. It is a nice, nice. two-part harmony. <laughs>